Oh, I'm always good. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. This is the Cock and Bull Podcast. This is a uh, history podcast that happens roughly every seven days. Uh, Nathan and I talk about a, a strange, unbelievable, yet true story. And uh, and you just yes. you just sit back and you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to you laugh. You don't do anything. You perform about as much work as I do on 90% of these podcasts, except for the two that I researched. Now, Nathan, don't discredit yourself. You make a lot of good references to, to things that people outside of St. Louis don't usually understand. No, that's not fair. I have not made one Shane Company reference the entire time. And I commend so, you. I commend you. As well you should. As well you should. But he is our friend in the diamond and ruby and sapphire business, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's dive back. At the intersection of I-270 and Highway 40. Actually, let me let me clarify something. Normally, we we go pretty way back. You know, often. I mean, yes, we've gone back. As far as I know, I think we went back to the dawn of time one time. One time we did. We jumped the shark on one how time far we, we did. go back. But yeah, we're going to talk about something that's a little more modern, and uh, it, it's different. It's different. I stumbled onto something by accident, and now I need you oh, to participate God. in it with me. Oh, God. We're Welcome. Strap in, boys. We're going down the Vore train today. Here it goes. Here's Spencer's 30-minute tribute to Vore. Ta-da, ta-da. Let's dive back. 41 years ago, or at least just about, to May 17th, 1977. Uh, It was a time of drugs. I don't know which one, so I'll just say drugs in general. Also, probably the Beach Boys were doing things. Noland K. Bushnell, 34 years old, is an electrical engineer and businessman responsible for the once-upon-a-time video game giant Atari Incorporated. Oh, okay. All right. I like the video, James. I'm down. I'm down. Now, Bushnell's innovation has been commemorated in the Video Game Hall of Fame, but what you may not know is that he's also the founder of Chuck E. Cheese. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. He also made that. That animatronic nightmare? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm glad it's fresh in your memory. All right. I don't have to... Oh, it's it's not fresh in my memory, but it, that pizza haunts my dreams. <laughs> I want it. I crave it. I must have it. I think I remember at a, a bonfire party once, we discovered the trick to both Chuck E. Cheese and Tumble Drum, obscure St. Louis reference for you. Uh, we discovered the trick. That's tr- not even obscure St. Louis reference. That's obscure St. Peter's reference from yeah. a roughly a 10-year time frame. You're, yeah, they weren't really franchised, were they? It's not a... I don't think there was a, I don't think that weird fucked up cat in the hat clone was, was anywhere else. No. So the, the secret to that pizza, I think we found was you could, you could hold it over a fire, like a campfire and it's, it just gets crispy enough. It's just right. Tastes exactly like it. I would swear on it. So are you insinuating that, that, that at Charles Entertainment Cheese's establishment, they just hold the pizza over a bonfire and <laughs> yeah. that's how they cook Well, it? they were specifically, they were buying Pizza Hut pizzas and then holding them over fires. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So they could afford to buy Pizza Hut pizzas and then reheat them, but could not afford the ovens. The trick is you got to buy them in bulk. Understandable. Understandable. Now, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, otherwise known in its early years as the Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater... No, it wasn't. Was the first lies. was the, lies and slander. Was the first family restaurant to integrate animated entertainment, food, and indoor arcade to the same roof. Now you said animated entertainment. Now yeah. that insinuates that that insinuates that there's a, a cartoon going on in the background, not that a giant dead-eyed animatronic devil is serenading me on the banjo. You know, animated does sound misleading. They, that is technically still the same term for an animatronic. Mm-hmm. Now, for all I know, they could have been playing 
cartoons or something alongside it just to really satisfy the sticklers. It, now, okay. Oh, they if were. You ask me, Don't get me wrong. I would they argue were. that there was a movie theater pre-1977 that did all those three things under the same roof. But, I mean, I don't know. I, the guy did invent arcade games, so, like, I guess this must have been the first. I so, mean, he invented Atari. That is, by definition, a home game, not an arcade game. But fine, move on. Okay, but I, Atari was still... Yeah. Today, there are over 600 Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, stop. Let's hold on for a second by the fact that my <laughs> supreme logic just rendered you speechless. I have done what every conservative person on Twitter aims to do to people they argue with. I am the king. <laughs> Bow down, cucks. Ah. Today, there are over six... This is also what I do when a conservative gets angry at me is I just list off the amount of Chuck E. Cheese's still existing in the world. That's about to say... Just start t- screaming the number of Chuck E. Cheese's like an autistic child rocking in the corner <laughs> with his happy word. There are over 600, not just across the U.S., but spanning South America and the Middle East as well. What? Wait, whoa. The three places you can find a Chuck E. Cheese are New York, <laughs> yeah. Sao Paulo, uh-huh. and Tehran. Yep. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. That's the... Okay. All yeah. right. You know what? I wish... The air- is, there, is there any other three things that unite those three places? Uh, Childhood horror. Touche. Moving when on. a large rat comes out. Uh, I mean, I just... Mm. Chuck E. Cheese wasn't the first name that Bushnell wanted to go with. Initially, okay. the chain was okay. going to be called Coyote Pizza. Now, for those of you... Called what now? Coyote Pizza. Coyote Pizza. Uh-huh. And the mascot was going to be Charles E. Coyote? Well, okay, so for those of you unfamiliar with the pizza arcade combo establishment today, Chuck E. Cheese features a band of animatronic animals. So this was this was the original concept all the way down at the beginning. Uh, but when Nolan ordered a coyote, which he thought would be his mascot, uh, he instead found out later that he'd accidentally been marked down for a giant rat instead <laughs> So, I mean, functionally, is there much of a difference? Um, they are both mangy scavengers, sure. Oh, uh, neither okay, are particularly right. inviting to children, I don't think. Um, no, st- no. Still, Nolan and his creative team had to make some, uh, some quick changes. So, Nolan... I mean, how much... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. They had to make some quick changes. How much of the original branding was based around, like, coyote-specific things? Um... Who knows? I mean, as far as I know, the walls were like pizza wallpaper, so I guess the, the mascot is interchangeable. Really. Does it- I mean, it, whether you have a giant animatronic coyote or a giant animatronic rat, you're still serving subpar pizza and very bad video games with a economy that I still don't understand. Press tokens equal five bucks each or something. Yeah, no, I don't I don't have my handy dandy inflation calculator for Chuck E. Cheese brass tokens. Also, as a person that works at a banking institution, uh-huh. those things are the devil because people will come in with their jar of coins and goddamn it, Chuck E. Cheese money is not real money. <laughs> they, they actually keep it in there? They're like, hey, can I... They keep it in there because they forget because it's coin shaped <laughs> and it's coin sized and it jangles. Motherfuckers don't know. It's yellow. Our machine knows. Brass does not look like a penny. Bullshit. Bullshit. No, but it looks like something when it's aged well enough. It all blends together. Yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, they mistake it for their many Sacagawea coins that they have. You don't know, no one has a Sacagawea coin. Yeah, I would argue nobody has Chuck E. Cheese tokens when they're 40 years old and cashing in their coin collection. When Nolan suggested- Well, as a person who's seen one this week, yeah, you're wrong. When Nolan suggested changing the name to Rick Rat's Pizza- 
Marketing teams workshopped it into the much more palatable Chuck E. Cheese. Now, I Nolan... Mean, we say it's more palatable because we live with it. Yeah. Rick Rat's Pizza could have been, like, the shit. It was the 70s. This was basically casino before it was casino. It still is a kid's casino. I just... Look, I agree with his design team because you're allowed to have a rat as your mascot. Just don't call your fucking eating establishment Rat Pizza. This is... That's wrong. No. No. I, I, I say you embrace it. You go whole hog. You have rats everywhere. You have giant rats, stuffed rats. And then when the real rats show up, nobody knows. No one knows the difference. The now, You're going to beat the health inspector this time. Now, thanks to the video game crash of the early 80s, the Pizza Time Theater franchise began to flounder all across the American Southwest. It was, uh, it was bought up by copycat companies that had stolen the entire premise of Chuck E. Cheese, but with more success. By 1992, though, you couldn't really tell because the two companies merged and united their brand, reworking every restaurant under the same Chuck E. Cheese name that we all remember from the late 90s. So, let's talk about the characters. Chuck E. Cheese features an animatronic band starring Chuck E. Cheese himself on the vocals. Uh, now, now I feel like you keep limiting his name in a way that is doing him disservice. It is Charles Entertainment Cheese, It is. Correct? Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll touch on it. Well, why don't we touch on it oh. now? Charles Entertainment <laughs> Cheese. This, if you want to talk to somebody in PR and, cre and the creative team at Chuck E. Cheese, they will, in fact, tell you the canonical name of Chuck E. Cheese is Charles Entertainment Cheese. Which Now, the problem is, is how is that burned into my brain? I think it's because of the same uh, uh, little article that surfaced around the, the glory days of Cracked. Uh, back in, like, ah, the, I think that that's sense. when we all started yelling about this. But... For those of you who have forgotten, now, the other question, I, yeah, the other question I may have: When did Chuck E. Cheese go from being the fun-loving, like, like round-faced, almost looks like a like a like a panda bear mascot, yeah, to the anthropomorphic rat that seems to have taken over my television now as I watch childhood cartoons with my son? He did. He did used to be very, very fat, and then and then they body shamed him, and then they 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 decided he looked like <laughs> he looked like Tom and Jerry, like the cat. Yes, basically just like the cat with buck teeth, and now he's like embraced his his Stuart Little nature, and it it it, it haunts me. He's very slim. He's very very mouse like, um, and I'm not sure who they're. I think maybe they decided uh, based on me, their only marketing consultant, uh, that that the giant rat was scary. I have one memory of going to a Chuck E. Cheese, and I was terrified of the large rat man when he came out to dance and yell at me. Um, oh, that terrified you, but not the animatronics with their eyes nope. that are the only thing that moves? I legitimately not the, not the eyes? can't remember the animatronics. I do, however, remember being eight feet in the air in a plastic tube, looking through a stained plexiglass window, hoping the Ratman couldn't follow me in. I mean, the Ratman doesn't want to follow you in. The Ratman is a 17-year-old who wants to murder <laughs> I didn't on know a this. Basis. I thought he was an no, eldritch no, demon. No, no, I did no, and he might as well be, because that eldritch demon had to deal with people like our next-door neighbor, who shall remain nameless, who would go up and, like, tell him he knows he's not a real mouse and, like, <laughs> punch him because he knows he can't hit him back. Like, that guy goes home and drinks copiously <laughs> every day. Oh, terrible people. I think Chalky Cheese may be directly responsible for the opioid epidemic, and that's a... <laughs> A fucking breaking news 60 minute special uh, that I'll unleash on you later. This Tell me about the animatronic bird. Tell me about it. I will tell you, but can we first address, since we've already gotten to the fact that his name is Charles Entertainment Cheese, can we talk about the fact that by proxy, 
the company's overall name, CEC Entertainment Incorporated, now means Charles Entertainment Cheese Entertainment Incorporated. It's just... I mean, there's dumber names. It stacks on stacks on stacks. All right. So it's a colorful cast of jerky robot animals. So despite their reputation as a band, their originals are uh, are lacking. Oh, sorry. I didn't even tell you who the bandmates are. There's Chuck E. Cheese... Featuring an animatronic Now, what is band. Chuck E. Cheese on? Well, what is Chuck E. Cheese he's on? He's on vocals. He's solely on vocals. Chucky's on vocals. Chucky's the front man. Yeah, he's the front man. Uh, okay, and then okay. He, he's, then you got Helen Henney on backup vocals. Large bird. Helen Henney on backup vocals. So you have a, just a backup. Her entire jam is backup vocals. Uh-huh. Usually, the backup vocalist at least plays, like, the tambourine or something. As far as I know, Henney did not. But uh, I'm okay. I feel like this is gonna be the first thing that somebody finally breaks out on Twitter to to tell me I'm a degenerate is because I didn't know that Helen Henny like played accordion or something. So, so what you're saying is she was fucking Chuck E. Cheese and she just yeah. got into the, she, she was the Yoko Ono. She Yoko her way into this project. Band. So Mr. Munch okay, okay. on keyboard. Uh, I I don't remember what Mr. Munch was. Mr. Munch is a purple grimace ripoff without being a grimace ripoff. <laughs> demon that plays a space piano at all times. Gotta get in on that Grimace SEO because they were like, what's he making really, McDonald's so successful? The purple thing. He, he, the, the purple demon is definitely it. Now, the fact of the matter is he's wearing green chucks and he looks like he's playing a, a piano straight out of the Mr. Roboto music video at all hours of the day. Then you got Jasper T. Jowls on guitar. Now, this is the one thing that doesn't make any goddamn sense. The rest of this band is pure late 80s, early 90s, pop, synth, sensibilities. Mm -hmm. Earl the banjo playing dog makes no fucking sense. That man is not in the right band. No. He doesn't belong there. He has a cowboy hat on. His guitar is made of fucking cheese. It's made of cheese, for Christ's sake. And then you got Pasquale E. Pie Plate on the drums. Yes! You have, ladies and gentlemen, the most racist Italian stereotype <laughs> you could come up with. It's-a me! I'm playing with the meatballs! I'm playing the drums! Opa! That's what he's doing. That's what that man is. He bleeds Italian. He's he just... edited out of most of the pictures of the band because, I mean, it's like Disney early <laughs> cartoons. It's like, how did we get away with this? His mustache, it's so big! Oh, it was 1977. Also, it was why a is he time. the only human in this animatronic band that why is he this, Nathan, this whole band believe, is this man's fever dream he is tripping I, so many balls right can, now nathan can i tell you that i'm gonna answer that question later on why no god why don't answer leave it a mystery because the answer will make me sad a colorful cast of jerky robot animals though so despite their oh. reputation as a band their originals are are very lacking fans of this animatronic jam band are probably most familiar with their many bold takes on classics like happy birthday Happy and you know it, and head, shoulders, knees, and toes. See, why do I only remember them playing like an Egyptian? Like all <laughs> I don't remember them ever dipping into the bangles, but... That is the only thing I remember about Chunky Cheese, is them doing the fucking bangles. Just, they loved the bangles. <sighs> they announced that they were uh, doing away with the animatronics last year, actually. They're replacing it with like what? a... It's, they're doing like a dance floor now, or something. Which I think they called a, uh a new modern... A new modern take on entertainment or something. That's no. God, no. There's nothing modern. No. Just admit it. Five Nights at Freddy's terrified people. <laughs> just call it what it is. You jumped the shark. You know what it was. And the, Itali and the Italian pizza that the Chef Boyardee in the corner was racing. He was. <laughs> so 
Also, they call them a band of animals, and yes, three of the five are animals. But one of the five is just a dude, and one of them is a demon. Demon from outer space with a weird middle part <laughs> and, and, a, and a fucking Mr. Roboto keyboard. So, again, Animal Band is stretching it. That's like calling Fleetwood Mac a, a weird gypsy band. And just because Stevie Nicks was into that did not mean the rest of them were down. So what interests me the most about all of these characters and all the funny names is a book that I found. There's a book, Nathan. It might as well be the Necronomicon. It's it's owned under the CEC Entertainment Incorporated copyright, and it's a digital book by a uh, well, a journalist actually uh, directed me towards it uh, because they got in touch with a member of Chuck E. Cheese's social media team. Um, they they sent him back to this. The book has no author, as though it were a haunted relic that is about to curse you. Um, mm -hmm. and I would like to read that book to you now. Uh, okay, so we're taking a turn, folks. This has now turned into Spencer's story time hour. Strap uh -huh. in. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Nathan. There's, believe me, you will not resist. You cannot contain yourself oh, no. as I tell you this. I can't stay quiet for more than a couple minutes or the demons come for me. Don't worry. I'll interrupt people. Uh, by the way, this does have pictures and I will narrate. <clears throat> the story of Chuck E. Cheese. Once upon a time, okay. a little mouse moved into the St. Marinara's orphanage. No, fuck off, no. Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you sideways, no. I, ho I hope no. you don't have a severe sensitivity for Italians because it doesn't get better. He loved, uh, oh. he loved to play games with all the other orphans. But most of all, Chuck E. loved learning to play music. Okay, so so let's stop. He's so he's an orphan. He's an orphan. So we've established an orphan <laughs> he's, backstory. So he's, he's a, the Oliver Twist. He's a of the, of the animatronic band scene. And based on this okay. image, he's the only rat at an orphanage full of children. Okay, okay. So he's so so this orphanage is just awful, and a rat's in here playing with them. He's yeah. the Templeton of this group. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, he especially loved the song "Happy Birthday." Okay, why not? Go with what you know. That's... Because Chuck E. was an orphan, no one knew when his birthday was. So he never had oh, a birthday it's... party of his own. Good Christ, people! Why? This is supposed to be a children's tale! This made Chuck E. sad. And me. It made me very sad, too. And everyone! But not for long. Because with so many kids at the orphanage, there was a birthday party almost every week. Wasn't that I mean, nice? How would you know? The parents are dead. Yeah, yeah, well. Chuck E. loved birthday parties, especially because there was pizza. Not not because it was so he could sing the one song he knew how to sing. <clears throat> when Chuck E. wasn't learning music or singing or enjoying pizza at a birthday party, Chuck E. loved to play video games. His favorite game was called Pong. Oh, fuck off. No, it wasn't. God damn The year is 2018. God. Nobody's favorite game is Pong. No one remembered. No one in 2018 knows what Pong is. Chuck E. almost never lost. Now, in fact, one day, Chuck E. won a Pong tournament. He won a trophy and $50. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That 50 was enough to buy him a bus ticket to New York City. It was his magic what the, ticket. Where the fuck did he live? In Queens? $50 doesn't buy you a bus ticket, like, like anywhere. No, fuck, you can't get an Uber for that. All the way from San Francisco. 
all the way from New York. Wait, oh no, oh no, he just got mugged. Chuck E. Cheese got mugged because he's a rat. <laughs> and he carries one oversized dollar bill and just barely fits in his no, shirt. One oversized fifty dollar bill that he won in the pong <laughs> tournament in year not established. Now, when Chucky first moved to New York, he was amazed by how big the city was. But despite being surrounded by people, Chucky felt lonely. He missed all the children from the orphanage. Oh, good. And this is the story of how Chucky e. Cheese became a child molester, everybody. Strap on. Here we go. Chucky never grew up. No, he had no place to stay. So Chucky would sleep above the kitchen in a pizzeria run by a friendly Italian chef named Pasquale. Okay, here's Pasquale. It's his origin story, oh, Nathan. Here we go. It's his origin. Oh, Pas- Pasquale. Yeah. Oh no, it's a gritty. It's a gritty reboot of the Chuck E. <laughs> Cheese franchise for sure. <laughs> Directed by Christopher Nolan. Now, Chucky. I mean, it might as well. Loved be. the smell of pizza. Plus, he had plenty of music. Pasquale would listen to and sing along to the radio. It was a great place to live. Truly. I've always said living in the attic above a pizzeria, hands down, I would pay $700 a month for that. I I mean, in New York, maybe. I mean, (laughs) shit, but like, Jesus Christ, this is is a beat down. This is is not good. Until one day, Chuck E., thinking Pasquale had gone home for the night, explored Pasquale's restaurant, and he was discovered. And murdered, and stomped out, and killed, and there were traps set for him because he's a rat inside of a restaurant, and that is historically a bad place. Mouse! Screamed Pasquale, and he chased Chucky around with a rolling pin, smashing it down. Pasquale had oh. Chucky cornered, his knees knocking from nerves. Chucky couldn't think of what to do, so he did the one thing that always made him happy. He sang. I uh, you fuck off. God damn it. Just, just... Unfortunately, they didn't give me an illustration of him cornered in fear, pissing himself, and just trying to serenade this angry Italian. I I just, I I can't, I can't. Pasquale was so shocked, he dropped the rolling pin. A mouse that can sing, my restaurant is saved, I'm gonna make you a star. I realized halfway through that they've been putting in these A's and and hyphens like they want me to do the, the voice. no. They so, are not. They are not Mark Twain black voicing. Oh this no, no. Italian this man. is our Italian Jim. Oh God. Yeah, damn it. yeah. God Pasquale immediately changed the name of his restaurant. Immediately. I don't know if that's paperwork that like you just have on the fly. A, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't think you can file LLC paperwork that quickly, Pasquale. But fine. He immediately changed it to you can probably guess Chuck E. Cheese's home of the world famous singing mouse. It's that, fuck that shit. It's Pasquale. Why did he give up all naming rights? Like, fuck you. The mouse just showed up. The mouse is the, is the help. The mouse you is fucking give. God damn, Pasquale. The, what the fuck? You are a bad businessman. The man. mouse is a squatter that has been stealing your food and living rent free above you. And and you also just gave him entire naming rights. It doesn't make any sense. Pasquale is a bad businessman. Now, on the grand reopening night, men and women crowded around every table. Pasquale proudly introduced Chuck E. Quote, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chuck E. Cheese, the world famous singing mouse. I feel I feel dirty. It's not it's not the you should. It's not the worst accent I could do on this show, but you know when the cr- no, it's not the fact that you're doing the accent. I did the accent earlier. <laughs> it's the fact that someone wrote that phonetically. 
They did, in fact, write it phonetically. And expected someone to read that and not think that that was problematic. Someone who will remain nameless because this, again, has no author. When the curtain came no! up, Chuck E. was terrified. Chuck E. had never sung for so many adults before, and he stood there frozen. He couldn't do it. The crowd booed and booed and left. And Pasquale was heartbroken. So was Chuck E. He didn't want to disappoint Pasquale. Which, that's fair. Pasquale went all in on Chuck E. being the best singing mouse. Uh, he renamed him. He renamed the joint. I mean, yeah, Chuck, get your shit together. And Chuck E. stared out the window as the crowds poured out. He saw a young boy walking by. And he was holding his parents' hands and smiling. But most important, he was wearing a birthday crown. It was his birthday. Without another thought, Chucky began to sing his favorite song to the boy. Happy birthday. That is no one's favorite song. <laughs> it is literally garbage. It is a no. <laughs> Chuck, at the time, I don't know if we had settled the whole copyright dispute between Mildred and Patty Hill regarding happy birthday, but I feel like at the time, Pasquale really should have been watching his ass for that lawsuit coming in. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like your whole MO. Yeah. So no one could believe it. Chucky could sing. The family came in and Pasquale made them pizza and Chucky sang all night. Other families walking by would join them. It was the best night ever. Did he just sing happy birthday over, over and over and, and over, over again like a sociopath? And over. It's the only thing he can sing. From that day on. No, no, no. It's established in my head canon and in my memory that he can also sing Walk Like an Egyptian. He can also sing Walk Like an Egyptian, but he needs the rest of the band for that. Solo, he can only do Happy Birthday. Oh, oh, okay. All right, good. Everything else he can apparently half-assedly shit out. Now, from that day on, Chuck E. Cheese's would never be a place for grown-ups. They are not allowed. It would be a place where families could bring their kids and they could just be, well, kids. Chuck E. Cheese's would always be a great place for birthdays, but more than that, it would be a place where every moment could be as special as a birthday. Time went on. Chuck E. and Pasquale were joined on stage by other friends, and Chuck E. even convinced Pasquale to bring in his other favorite thing, games. And pa- Not the pizza. No, well, they already had the pizza. Oh, oh, I It was pizza first, then it was pizza and singing mouse, and then it was pizza, singing mouse, and pong, I'm assuming. That third heat. That third that, heat you gotta break. You need the third heat. So Chucky hasn't stopped singing or smiling ever since. And that- No, no, he stopped smiling. <laughs> he stopped smiling every night, every day, every minute of the day when he is not on, on stage. He goes back and cries and drinks and, and repeats. <laughs> And that, Nathan, is the lore behind Chuck E. Cheese that the world didn't need. No, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. None of that was necessary. Also, tell me there was booze at Chuck E. Cheese. Like that, there, that's no, there was. They, there was a thank bar. You. There was a bar, thank and it was the you. only way they got parents to come in. Yes, because you had to be wasted to show up to that place. You absolutely would have had to. There is no... The amount of the sensory overlook. That place is the reason autism exists. That place created. <laughs> it's, the, it's the missing link we've never analyzed. It. No one's ever put it together. Prenatal but you walk exposure in there to Chuck E. Cheese. You are on the spectrum. Oh my you god. Are, you are just. You're. Oh. Prenatal postnatal exposure it, to Chuck E. Cheese. All natals. 
All, all the natals. natals. Also, you need to check your uh, your messages right now. I need to uh, check because my... we need to have a discussion. Okay. All right. Let me. Uh. Oh Lord. Oh my. Yeah. Oh. A lot of problematic things happening. This is. What the fuck am I looking at? You're I'm, looking okay. at Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's is that the OG Chuck? That's 1977 Chuck. God. Guys, okay. Google Chuck E. Cheese in 1977. Spencer, embed this in the podcast. I somehow. will. I, this is. Oh, this is. Make I'm it gonna... an audio. Make it an audio exhibit. This is. <laughs> this is a nightmare. I will. Hang on. Hang on. Hold. Hold the fuck up. Is it, there's a timeline of Chuck E. Cheese designs. The one we're looking at now is clearly the 1977 one. 1994 is when you've got the... the he turned his hat backwards, yes. he got purple and green together, and he made it a thing. Yeah, he's a skateboarder, clearly. He turned into a koala. Yeah. Uh, 2012 is when we've got the, the, the very skinny Kurt Cobain rat. Skinny jeans, skinny jeans, punk rock. Yeah. But pop punk rock, simple plan, uh-huh. m- the mouse. Very much some 41 mouse. What? Very some 41 mouse. Yeah. Is, is this canonical the 2017 one I'm looking at? Absolutely not. It is quite obviously a parody okay. of where they are taking okay, the line there, to. There that was a joke. Okay. That was All right, good. It was some random anime character. It was, it was I, want, I, want I more just needed to include it because the 1977 one proved why that one up top was canonical and it's terrifying. People, seriously, look up. It, it's, uh, it's dead in the eyes. It's in lots of oranges and yellows. And it looks like it wants to eat your soul. Also, is he holding a microphone or yes. a tiny maraca? That is that is a microphone. Uh, knowing mm. knowing his role in the band, that has to be a microphone. He also I mean, couldn't that. afford a fabric hat. He's just wearing this shitty, no, cheap, no. orange, well, plasticky hat. I mean, when you're getting paid in pizza, what do you do? Brady, look at this. Look at it! It's just disgusting. Okay, I would like to thank... Uh, Dripless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song There Were Buffalo on the Ark. It's off the album Cholera, if you want to stream obviously it. obviously be replaced by just Happy Birthday on repeat played by, by the Pasquale the, Pan. Played by the Chuck E. Cheese Jam Band featuring Pasquale what E. Pipe on the drums. I actually don't what know what name? the band's name was. I do. What was it? Munch's Make Believe Band. Who's Munch's? What? Why are you asking questions? Well, I okay. I'm sorry. I need. I, I need to stop. What is the purple thing? Nobody knows. These are answers <laughs> that will never happen. These are answers that will just lead you down a path to madness. <laughs> oh, this is very much. By the way, this every podcast is like someone's first episode. I just want you folks uh-huh. to know it gets better than this. Uh, there are I don't days know when we don't explore the lore of Chuck E. Cheese and the evil rat. And man. those are not good days. Did you know there was a Chuck E. Cheese branded Wii Sports game? What the fuck? I d- no, I didn't, and I don't. I didn't know that, and I don't want to. You do know now. That. It's happened. It's extant. You can't get that out of your brain. God damn it. it has it has six reviews on Amazon. All of them are five star. They are all by the six people that developed that game. <laughs> that is the only explanation. <laughs> Nobody else played this shit. And it's got all of them on the cover. There is Pasquale. It is 2016 when this game was made, and Pasquale's on the front. What Full system mustache. was that for again? The Wii! Hang on, 2016 for the Wii? Well, I mean, okay. I say that. Okay. I, mean, I, I You forget that I, I, I forget how old things are well, now that I'm I don't, don't want to rule it out of the question. It's very well possible that Chuck E. Cheese was, as usual, very late to the game on what kids enjoy. Now, 
they were very quick to the game in 1977. Someone, they were the only ones. Someone had to talk. Somebody had to talk them out of publishing that on the Atari 2600. You know that's what happened. Yeah. God. It's uh, game is great fun. Oh, Hang God. on, is bought that a this review? gift. Yes, game is great fun. But the most important review and the only one that matters. We bought this gift. For my great niece and nephew for Christmas, and they love it. This is absolutely the gift that you get your great niece and nephew. 100%. You know nothing about them, but you know they have a Wii. And what do the kids love? They love that Chuck E. Cheese goodness. So I'm getting them the Chuck E. Cheese variety game. It's all the fun of it's all the fun of going to Chuck E. Cheese, but none of the danger. The rat man can't harm no. you from your own home. No. No, no danger that you're gonna get finger blasted in the tubes. <laughs> Look, Pasquale is contained in the TV. The magical shield shall keep him at bay. Stop crying. Stop crying. Why are There's you crying? Cry about. Why are you crying, child? Play the ski ball. Also, okay, I'm sending this to you. This is happening. Stop, people. Just acknowledge this is happening for a moment. Hold on. Where is it? Screen grab. Uh-huh. Send over to Spencer. Yeah. This Chuck E. Cheese branded nightmare included what seems to be a series of multiple mini games, which is a familiar format for anyone that's ever played a video game in the history of time. Spencer, what I've just sent you uh, is probably the most questionable of this. That's Mario Kart. That's Mario Kart. They literally just made just Mario Mario Kart Kart. 15 years too late. They've barely made an attempt to hide it. I'm pretty sure they just skinned over it. Is this King Dedede is player two? It might be. What am I looking at? Also, a weirdly high rendered version of everything else is like low polygon count doesn't look good. But Charles Entertainment Cheese is super well rendered in the mini golf version. Huh. How about this? How about this indeed? How how about all this, people? (sighs) This is the nightmare that that mouse has wrought. Uh, folks, if you would, uh, if you'd like to leave a review to just, uh, say your good graces, say your prayers and ward away the rat man from future episodes of this podcast, you could do so at iTunes. Uh, also put up your dream catchers. Yeah. Yeah. Put up your dream catchers, which is, you essentially need to put a small pizza. You need to get a stale, small pizza. You need uh, you need mm-hmm. to bind it in some string and then I'll place it beneath your pillow. And it'll also play happy birthday on repeat. Yeah. It's what keeps the mouse at bay. Also just lock your doors uh, because the opioid addicts can't, they don't have the arm strength to smash your windows. They just, no. they hope that it's unlocked. Yeah, they really do. They real they, they sincerely do. Also, uh, 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 five nights at Freddy's. They just, just exactly this. It's just all this. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's all the same. Uh, he's coming to murder you. Like all the rat men are. So, uh, yeah, just go ahead and catch us next week for something that's probably more related to world history. Yeah. 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 I shouldn't make promises. Bye bye.